cold open for this episode because I want to give you all a heads up about the audio uh, of this episode because like I recorded it on Thursday and um, as many of you know the weather is something uh, it is raining furiously and there was like thunder and lightning while I was recording this but I really had to record it so I like had time to edit it so yeah the 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 sound is kind of coming through but it, is, it isn't super annoying I just want to let you know in case anyone felt like something is off anyway uh, I hope you guys enjoy this here comes the episode Hi friends, you're listening to Going Pains. Hi friends, it's currently raining a lot so I know for a fact that the mic will pick up these sounds but hey, just uh, free background uh, music, right? Anyway, on this episode, I wanted to talk about happiness because there, I, I am having some issue issues with this in my life. I researched a bit for this episode because I, I have been subscribed to this podcast called The Happiness Lab, but I didn't listen to a lot of episodes. But like in the first episode, the researcher mentions the Perma test. I searched for this test and I ended up taking two tests actually. The first being the Authentic Happiness Inventory, which which uh, measures overall happiness. And from a scale of 1 to 5, I scored 2.38. So I'm not doing super bad according to this test, but I'm doing a little bad. The other test, the Perma Profi- Profiler, uh, measures flourishing. I scored an overall 4 from a scale of 1 to 10. So you know less than average again that was a couple of weeks ago like maybe three weeks ago or something and i honestly feel like the answers i gave to these tests would change on a daily basis but it kind of just gave me this you know like i already knew how not well i was doing at these times but it put it more in front of my face like hey you're doing really bad please do something about this this PERMA test, P-E-R-M-A, stands for Positive Emotions, Engagement, Relationships, Meaning, and Accomplishment. Each have an individual score. So for example, I scored really high in relationships, which I wasn't surprised because like relationships, the relationships I have in my life with family and close friends are very strong and an essential thing in my life. I do place um, a lot of value in them and I work really hard to maintain them. I feel very secure and supported by my family and close friends, which I'm very, very grateful for. But on other parts of PERMA, like accomplishment, I score very low and it's probably because I don't feel very satisfied with what I'm achieving. I don't, I don't feel like I'm achieving what I want to achieve i don't feel like i'm meeting the goals i set for myself and i just don't feel as accomplished as i would like to 
I'm a person who takes great pride in what they're doing and like by my own standards the standards that I have set for myself like I probably set them subconsciously but I do have them I don't feel like I'm doing enough like not not enough but I'm I'm not putting my heart into what I'm doing I'm not practicing life wholeheartedly a word that I learned from Brené Brown um, so these quote-unquote happiness tests, they tell you to answer honestly based on how you've been feeling the past week, including the day you're taking the test on. And to be honest, I at that time, I've had a rough couple of weeks. I wasn't expecting the test score to be like, no, you're, you're actually really happy. You can go on with your life like that. No, like, I knew what was coming, but it was still kind of a mini wake-up call. I was like, wow, I'm doing really bad. <laughs> my head is just not okay you know i need to do something about this by the way um i'll put a link to these tests in the episode description you you have to register to take them but like they're completely free of course the reason for them asking that that you have to register is that so they could record data for their research more rigorously because like they ask you your gender where you live your age and all that stuff but i think it's a good idea anyway because then I could take the same test in different periods of my life and see how I've changed and be able be able to com- compare based on these tests. Um, you know, like I took this other test that doesn't really have to do with happiness, but it measures your grit and perseverance. And it's made by Angela Duckworth, um, an author of a book about grit, which I've been meaning to read because like I want to have more grit in my life. So then... Uh, when I read that book and like I work on that, I want to come back and take the test and see if I have changed when it comes to that, you know? These tests are a kind of scientific measure, but also I don't want to place too much importance uh, on them. Uh, in them, I don't know prepositions. What I know is, what I'm sure of now is that I want to be more happy in my life. And I know maybe like some people would say well obviously you want to be more happy in my life but for me that's new because in the past I had a different definition of happiness which made me always steer away from it I was like no thanks but now that definition changed or at least I'm being more lenient to definitions in general right now it's kind of really weird because I don't feel bad and I think I'm okay but like also I don't know it's a little weird but i think i'm okay it's almost as though i'm out of touch with my mental state but i don't think i am so i don't really know what's up it's it's a weird state of mind but i'm not breaking down every couple of days and i'm not hating my life like at all like i'm not feeling heavy and i like going outside because the sun is shining again well not mm, not this weekend (laughs) i mean it's raining right now and there's like lightning and thunder and stuff but before that the sun started to shine again and it makes me feel so alive one thing um another thing that really puts a wedge between me and my inner peace is social media because i love using instagram it's just one of my favorite places on the internet for real i follow accounts that make me feel good but i i already have a very addictive personality and Uh, social media becomes 
it's very easy for it to become like really obsessive when I'm convinced I need a certain kind of attention in order to feel worthy. Like I will only be fulfilled when certain people or a certain number of people engage positively with, um, with the perception I put of my life on social media. Anyway, more on that later in the episode. Right now, I want to include a poem that I wrote about happiness uh, maybe two years ago. It reminds me of where I used to be, like mental health-wise, and how I viewed this whole happiness thing. I've been afraid to be happy, even if it's not the extreme, even if it's just, you know, regular, moderate happy, just okay happy, because... I know I'm just gonna fall back into not happy because that's just how life is. So even if being down makes me appreciate being okay more, it also feeds into my panic of like, when is it all gonna end? When am I gonna be disappointed again? This poem is called Ashore. Ashore. It feels as though I have lived my entire life wanting to be okay, always being consumed by too much feelings or medication to block all feelings. I don't know how I'm here, but I'm doing more than okay, and yet it's so scary to have something to live for. I have been okay before, but in increments, always knowing that I have to enjoy it because as soon as the coming wave hits, I'm under. And I'm suffering, and I'm not gonna get back up for a while. It's so scary to have something to be finally joyous about, because now I'm waiting. I can't enjoy it, and I'm waiting for the wave. I've screamed at the joy and told it to go, buy me binoculars, because I'm on the lookout by my lighthouse, knowing that nothing can be done, that when I lose my breath, it's gonna be all at once, and I'll lose it all, and nothing, nothing will become me again, sea foam, not even still, but frothing, I can't imagine being anything else other than this, I have been too depressed, way too under, and I might be, will be, once again, and the thought is shaking my now calm sea. I am ashore, always scared to dip my toes in. For the longest time, I've been afraid of happiness. I was terrified of being happy. Which I realize is kind of a weird thing to say. It's just that I find, like, the word happiness, I find it to be a very jaded word. Like, somehow, quite ironically, it lacks the essence of happiness. But I wouldn't know that, would I? I Not because I've never felt happy or anything, but I've become so disconnected with that word. I use it very, very little in my everyday language. Because for me, happiness is an emotion, it's a feeling, and so it's fleeting by nature. It does not stay, it visits and leaves, and that's how I understand it to be. Happiness is an extreme, and extremes are not always good. Like Actually, I don't think extremes are ever good in most cases. I'm definitely not saying that 
Happiness is bad because it most certainly isn't. But I never wanted to be striving for it. It was never the goal for me. And I don't know if this was stemming from my fear of that emotional crash that came after being happy or some actual logical reasoning I had, but I just didn't seek it out. Um, I felt like circling around me was this idea that we're either happy or not okay. And it bore this notion of... Oh, I must be happy. I must try I must try for happiness. If I'm not happy, then something must be wrong. And this kind of thinking grew in me because it turned out something was always wrong with me. What I am beginning to understand now is that happiness doesn't have to be a precedent to an emotional crash. It's just that that was what always happened to me. So I thought that that was just how it is. But it isn't. The reason all this was kind of stuck in my brain Um, is because I was not okay mentally. I had a lot of problems and I was always swinging between these two extremes, a very high high and an extremely low low, but I got help and it isn't like that for me anymore most of the time, almost all of the time and I'm so grateful for that. Like when I really think about it, I start crying. Like when when I'm thinking about where I used to be and where I am now, I just get so emotional it's, it's just a total change and it wouldn't be the case if I hadn't really started believing in myself and my right to be alive and all the support from my family and all that. But I'm better now and now I can see that I have no problem with seeking out happiness. I actually want to. I realized my tricky relationship with happiness had a lot to do with my definition of happiness. This podcast I mentioned earlier... I recently got into it. It's called The Happiness Lab and it's by a professor of psychology called Dr. Lori Santos. I only listened to two episodes, but it kind of really opened my eyes as to what happiness could be, what it could mean. It doesn't have to mean that kind of happy high you get. It, It actually probably isn't that at all. It's about being well and living like living a healthy life. Here I was just living like there was this one set definition I had in my mind, but it didn't have to be that way, or at least not only that way, because happiness is an emotion. Yes, it comes and goes, sure, but it could also be a state, a way to live. Being happy doesn't mean not experiencing bad emotions. In my brain, it was always like, oh, it's time for the bad emotions now, so you need to stop feeling happy. You need to completely take back the decision to be happy, which almost makes sense until I start thinking that I can be in a general state of happiness while allowing myself to deal with other heavy emotions in a healthy way. Like, I could do that. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I've always said, okay, all I want to be is okay. I just want to be okay. I just want to be okay. I just want to be okay. God, please just let me be okay. It was all I wanted. In those moments okayness I felt happy I don't think I realized that but it was these moments were my most precious moments where I could enjoy being alive just the simple things being okay was everything to me being okay meant that I was content that I was well that I was feeling stable no mood swings no panicky breakdowns and dissociative episodes at that time I was really craving that feeling of stability so that was the only thing that mattered to me being okay but now now that my mental health is way better alhamdulillah I feel like and I feel like I can upgrade from just wanting to be okay to actually seeking out happiness in my life um I'm playing around with the definition 
of happiness I'm setting for myself and in my personal life. For me now, to lead a happy life, I have to be well. Happiness for me has to mean well-being. And I can I feel like I can finally be okay with building a relationship with happiness as a state more than an emotion. Thank you guys for listening to Growing Pains and taking the time out of your day to hear me rambling about whatever I want to ramble about. It always means so much to me when you guys get back to me and talk to me about the episode if you like want to discuss anything. Um, like Making this is very therapeutic for me and some of the feedback that I got was also like that it's very calming to listen to the episode and that made me really happy because like if I can have the podcast to be one thing it is uh, for it to be like a source of calmness in in your lives uh, that means a lot to me so if you guys have anything to tell me you can you can like download the anchor app and send me a voice message a listener voice message you can head over to twitter at growing pains the handle is in the episode description it is g-r-w-n-g-p-n-s pod you can dm me there you can just tweet at me whatever you guys feel comfortable with and as always again thank you guys for listening so much the music you're hearing right now and at the beginning of the podcast is by Wayne John Bradley. This is Nayiran Guhari. You've been listening to Growing Pains.